Hello, and thank you for listening to Jollyville Radio on KJVR. Please reply C to confirm or stop to cancel. My name is Jimmy Piecrust, and I'm coming to you live from the Purple Street Studios in beautiful downtown Jollyville. Hey, Frankie, it's a little toasty in here. Do you mind uh, turning the AC on? Thank you. Listeners, it is Valentine's Day here in the Purple Street Studios. Today we have a special episode indeed, including an installment of Better Call Paul, then a special musical presentation, a romantic performance by the Brothers Grimprov podcast, and all rounded out with a community beat interview that literally comes straight from the heart. Stay tuned. We'll return after a word from our sponsors. Are you lacking companionship? Are you all alone with your commitment phobia? You spending hours and hours by yourself, pondering the literal meaning of life? Call now for one free visit, a booking of an overnight stay with one of our kitties to cuddle kitty of your choice. Renting a putty tat has never been easier. Call 1-800-MEOW-MEOWIE. That's right. 1-800-MEOW-MEOWIE. Guaranteed to be perfect. Reliable, old-fashioned, mature, announcing the all-new line of luxury fax machines by the designer Robert Cheerful. It's time for Better Call Paul, the handyman and relationship coach you can trust. Ah, folks. Today we have Taylor Draper calling in about a decorating question. Hi, Taylor. Tell me a little bit about the space you are decorating. We have a big blank space in our living room. I'm having trouble deciding between a picture from our wedding or a sign with an inspirational quote. Hmm. Can you tell me a little more about these two options? Well... I wanted the wedding picture because I like the reminder of our love and commitment. But my spouse says it's really expensive to get framed and that they'd rather be reminded to live, love, laugh. It sounds like you may have some hurt feelings about this conundrum. Well, yeah. I mean, how could somebody possibly say no to a wedding picture? Everyone has a different way of giving and receiving louve. For example, some people feel the most louve when they are told how much they mean to somebody, while others may feel most louved when somebody special spends quality time with them. Wait, there's a name for that? I thought my spouse was just bad at telling me their feelings. It's not right or wrong. It's just different. This decoration question seems to be highlighting differences in Louvre languages between you two. Well, gosh, I guess you're right. What should I do? First, I would recommend that you talk to your spouse about why the picture is meaningful to you and be ready to really listen without judgment 
when they explain why their decoration idea is important to them. Listening without judgment will be hard, but I see that it's more important than I realized. And might I also recommend that you read the book Five Louvre Languages by Gary Chapman together. Thanks for the suggestion. I'll pick it up from Bookish and Malakoff. That's my favorite bookstore. That sounds wonderful, Taylor. Thank you for calling in, Taylor. You need a politician who will listen to your needs without judgment. That's why I'm running for mayor of Jollyville. Paul Fredrickson for mayor of Jollyville. Because I believe in doing the right thing. This message was paid for by the committee to elect Paul Fredrickson for mayor. on behalf of the Chipperton Community Theater. So listeners, grab your honey bun or your maid squeeze, because today the Brothers Grimfrog Podcast will be performing the story of Rapunzel. Enjoy, enjoy! Welcome to Countdown with Brothers Grimfrog, where we improvise classic stories we all know and love. I'm Timothy Hearn. And I'm Matthew Hearn. On today's segment, we will be improvising Rapunzel. First, in a minute, followed by 30 seconds, and then 15, and finishing with 5 seconds. Please enjoy today's segment of Countdown with Brothers Grandpa. Brush my hair, brush my hair. Oh my goodness, it's so tangled Rapunzel, today. I'm going to town to get things, but you don't need to know about it what you like anything. Um, no. Okay, maybe well, some more good paints. luck. Okay. Uh, don't leave this tower. Okay, bye. Bye, love you. Love you. Ugh, I just hate being stuck up in this tower. Rapunzel, Rapunzel. Is there somebody down there? Hey, what's up? Hey. Hey. I'm a prince. Oh, hi. Hi. Uh, I just guessed your name. Uh-huh. Uh, would you <laughs> want to come down and hang out? Yeah, I don't have a lot of time. I got to do this pretty quick. So you want right. to go? Like we could get married or something? Sure. Let down your golden hair. I'll climb up. Okay, but there's a lot of hair. Okay, here it comes. All right, climb, climb, climb. Oh, my evil woman's coming back. Oh, no. House. Kill you. Oh, my goodness. Is that really how it ends? Oh, no. I kill her instead. Oh, no. Oh. Okay, that was a minute. <laughs> I always get caught up. <laughs> oh, yeah, I know. I kill her instead. Okay, so now we're going to do it. In 30 seconds. 30 seconds. Oh, comb my hair. Get Rapunzel, I'm going to town. Okay, I love you. Okay, bye. Everything's fine. Ugh, hey. Oh, my goodness. I'm hey, down I'm, here. Hey. You want to be saved? Uh, yeah, you're going to save me? Are you yeah. a prince? Jump down. Yeah, I'm a prince. Okay, here's my hair. Oh, oh, that's not actually... Uh, let's go. You want to leave right now? Yeah. Okay, all right. And oh, my mom's coming back. I've seen the light. <sighm> and his light. The fog is lifted. No! No, don't stab me. Oh, uh, cut your hair off. Oh, my goodness. That's oh, 30 my, seconds. Yeah, she did cut her hair off. I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. Okay, now we're going to do it in 15 seconds. 15 seconds. Go. 
And at last I see the light And it's like the fog is lifted Rapunzel, no! Oh, no, you cut my hair, Mom My prince is still here, stab you, Mom Oh, I'm dead Yay Time Well, I don't know which one's been more intense No, we've had a different ending for each one Okay, five seconds Ready? Rapunzel in five seconds and at last, I, I see, see the, the light. Dead. No, cut so my hair. We live forever. Happy ever after. I love you, Prince. Love you. Wow. This has been Countdown with Brothers Grimcroft. I'm Matthew Hearn. I'm Timothy Hearn. And now back to our friends at Jollyville Radio. Jollyville Radio sends a shout out to St. Petersburg, Florida. Population 265,098. How y'all doing? You're listening to KJVR. When I was a boy, I lived with my mother on a small farm in Georgia. One day we heard a commotion outside and found a stray dog chasing the chickens around our backyard. We yelled and screamed to try to shoo him away, but he didn't understand. Instead, he bounded over to us with his tail wagging for pets and cuddles. We fed him and he went away. After about a week of this daily routine, we fell in love. We decided to keep the dog and name him Chaser. He grew old as I grew up. He was kind to the cats and eventually learned to even protect the chickens. Well, mostly. He was a good dog, the best of boys, and I miss him dearly. In honor of the special love we share with our pets, here's a song about my dog named Chaser. Chased by a butterfly, stared a grizzly in the eye, barked up at the sky, then you know Chaser. He's as brown as he could be, has a canine PhD, thinks the world of me, my Chaser. C-H-A-S-T-R is the best D-O-G there is to me. should see whose dog is missing. Checked every missing dog sign on every phone pole we could find. Checked the police emergency line for not. Chief said he ain't been missed none. I guess you could keep him son to me. Chaser, he's my chaser. We've got exciting news, Jollyville. Our very own Lizzie Brister was featured on episode 75 of the Hiking Through Life podcast, which you can listen to anywhere you listen to us. Here's a word from our new friends at the Hiking Through Life podcast. Welcome to the Hiking Through Life podcast, where we talk with people who in some way, shape, or form have been influenced by the outdoors. I'm Andy, the producer of this podcast, and my lovely wife, Sarah, will be your host. Together, we make up Hiking Through Life. 
This podcast is all about bringing all kinds of people who are inspired by the outdoors and sharing their stories. We hope that by sharing people's stories, it inspires others to get out and live a more meaningful life. Tune in every week for new episodes, or better yet, subscribe to the Hiking Through Life podcast on your favorite podcast provider. Peace, love, and hike through life. All right, here we go. <clears throat> Going live in 10, 5, 3, 9, 1. This is Jollyville Community Beat with Uncle Lassar, turning the spotlight on good people doing great work in the real world. In the Purple Street studio, we have Nick Canedo, Vice President of Community Engagement at We Are Blood, providers and protectors of the Central Texas blood supply since 1951, now supporting 40 medical facilities in a 10-county service area. Nick Canedo, what's happening, man? And welcome to Community Beat. Thank you for having me. Happy to get the word out and uh, share with your listeners. Let's talk about blood banks. We Are Blood is a blood bank. Tell us what that is and how it operates. Sure. So like you mentioned, we've been serving the Central Texas community since 1951. And what that means is we've been collecting blood donations and providing them to hospitals in our area. And it's used to uh, treat patients in need. So patients need blood transfusions for any number of reasons, accident victims, cancer patients, surgical patients, even mothers and newborns experiencing complications during birth. So we operate three donor centers in town, and then we also host, also host mobile blood drives on mobile buses, like you mentioned, uh, and traditional hosts are churches, schools, communities, and companies, and those are you know, motivating their own communities to donate blood. So the, new, the need is urgent during the COVID-19 pandemic, and the, the need is always there. People think about blood donation often in response to natural disasters or tragically in response to mass casualty shootings, but the reality is that Blood's needed every single day by a patient in need at hospitals in our area. So typically a person would come into your center, but I noticed you do, you, you operate virtual blood drives and you, you mentioned, uh, we both mentioned the mobile buses. Could you describe those two uh, elements uh, uh, for us? Definitely. So virtual blood drives really do mean coming to our donor centers and donating. But what we're doing is we're rallying groups who might no longer have a location to host us at during the pandemic and saying, hey, if you set up a virtual drive, we'll set you up with a special code and you can come by and donate with your group of friends. And we'll be able to tally those donations and tell you the kind of impact that you had over a set uh, number of days or a month that you wanna be hosting your mobile drive, your virtual drive. The mobile drive, of course, is more traditional, um, but not all communities are able to host those at this time. But we, when we do that, we can host it on a mobile blood drive bus or we can actually go inside if you have an office space or gymnasium big enough, and then we can set up inside, and it's almost like a remote uh, donor center location. What types of, uh, well, how has COVID-19 affected the uh, uh, donation of blood, and what precaution, precautions are you, you guys taking in response to that? So safety is always of the utmost importance for us that we are blood, but especially so during the COVID-19 pandemic. We have adapted some of our practices to elevate those safety measures, meaning that though mandatory face coverings when you visit our mobile drives or our donor centers, appointments are mandatory. Normally we accept walk-ins at our donor centers or mobile drives, but making appointments mandatory allows us to control for donor flow and donor crowding a little bit better. We also have elevated cleaning procedures. So for example, our waiting room or what we call our recovery area, which is our canteen area, those areas are cleaned every hour. Meanwhile, common use items, 
So things like our donor beds, our interview booths, or even our uh, squeeze balls used during your donation are cleaned after each and every donor. We also do temperature checks at registration and everyone does go through a basic pre-health screen check before they donate to make sure they're all good to go. Nick, tell us about convalescent plasma donations. You know, those individuals who have uh, experienced um, COVID-19, what's that all about? So, so in early April, the FDA approved the use of convalescent plasma to treat current COVID-19 patients. And what that means is collecting plasma from individuals who have come down with COVID-19, but have since recovered. Their plasma likely possesses antibodies that can be used to treat current COVID-19 patients. Since we started the program in early April, we've sent around 3,000 units of convalescent plasma to patients in Central Texas in need. And it's one of the most relied upon tools that physicians have for treating COVID-19 patients. And there's an especially high demand right now as our Central Texas community deals with a spike in hospitalizations and cases. So really, if any listeners have recovered from COVID-19 or in it or, and are interested, they can find an enrollment form on our website and we'll work one-on-one -on -one with them for them to book a special appointment at one of our donor centers or special mobile drives. Unlike booking a normal whole blood or platelet donation where you can just go and look for an appointment yourself, this requires a little bit more work one-on-one -on -one with us to get you qualified. Where can We Are Blood be found on the internet, Nick? So you can find us at weareblood.org and there you'll find information about becoming a blood donor and finding an appointment to donate. If this is airing in early February, in the first two weeks of February, we'll be giving away a free box of Girl Scout cookies to every donor who comes in between the 1st and 15th of February. But like you mentioned, there are also volunteer opportunities at We Are Blood. We rely on volunteers to help us transport blood from our mobile drives to our lab at our North Lamar Donor Center or from our satellite centers. We have one in Round Rock and in uh, South Austin off Slaughter Lane to our North Lamar Donor Center for um, processing. We also have volunteers that help and volunteer in our canteen area or our recovery area. And so they'll sit there and welcome donors post-donation, offer them snacks and refreshments and talk with them and make sure they're doing well after their donation before they go on with the rest of their day. So the volunteers are a big part of our workforce and uh, make a real impact for us, especially during the pandemic. Nick Canedo, appreciate you talking with us and we wish you the best of the best. Thank you very much, my pleasure. This has been Jollyville Community Beat with Uncle Asar and dig this. No one can do everything, but everyone can do something. Peace. That was beautiful, man. Thanks, guys. Right. That was great. Very polished. I'm impressed. <laughs> <laughs>The cast and creative team behind Jollyville Radio includes Uncle Asar al Kabalon, Emily Ansonick, Justin Carter, Michael Crosa, Michelle Darcy, Richard Dayries, Brian Green, Alan Kay, Pilar Kepperda, Robert Leary, Thomas Schlitt, Michael Stanley, Jessica Valdez, Matt Waite, and Kay Wise. Lead editing by Dr. Monse Santian, with social media help by Emily Ansonick. Directed by Michael Crosa. The recording was made in accordance with social distancing. Special appearance by Matt and Tim Hearn of the Brothers Grimprov podcast. The song Chaser was performed by Peter and Robin Crosa. If you're enjoying Jollyville Radio, consider supporting us on Patreon. 
For a small monthly pledge, you can have a big impact on the success of the show. Plus, depending on your pledge, you can get bonuses like access to the script archives, letters from characters, and even a chance to hear your own voice on the show. Just go to Patreon.com and search for Jollyville Radio. Jollyville Radio is a production of Jollyville Brass Quintet, member of Austin Creative Alliance. We are based in Austin, Texas. For KJVR in Jollyville, I'm Jimmy Piecrust. We'll see you next time on Jollyville Radio. Hello, Sean speaking. Hello, is this Sean Palmer? Yes, Sean speaking. Hi, Sean. Is this the radio people again? This is Jimmy Piecrust with KJVR Jollyville Radio. I have my friend Abby on the line. Hey, Sean. This is Abby calling from the Lunatics Radio Hour. I just wanted to let you know, like, no matter what you do, please never watch the movie Basket Case from 1982. Please never, ever, ever watch it, okay? Thank you so much. Bye. Well, Sean, I hope that was helpful. I've never even heard of that movie. Well, now you have. Just don't watch it. I'm sorry. Why did you feel the need to tell me that? This has been Advice You Didn't Ask For, only on KJVR, Jollyville Radio. Proud member of the Podnougan Network.